Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. Yes. Kissel has so many tiny coffees in front of him right now. Yes, so many tiny coffees to keep me going. You have these are you have three <laughs> coffees in front of you. Because I'm not doing my rock stars anymore because it was starting to turmble up turmble up my inner goods. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've been pitching getting you a rock star ad campaign. You can't turn back now. You're the rock star of last podcast on the left. Or I will drink rock. I'm just not having it right now. I'm gonna wait until we're on tour. Oh. And then I'll have it because then I'm truly living the rock star lifestyle. You are the person, if I was honestly, if I was gonna turn to you and if you told me I drink rock star energy, first of all, definitely <laughs> believe it. Right? Number one. Number two, you have the rock star body. Buddy, it's awake, isn't it? You are and the, isn't that the key to being a rock star is being awake unless you're Keith Richards. It's truly, if you are <laughs> built like an unemployed roadie. You know what I mean? Like you are oh, what? Can I at least be employed? I mean, then it's not as funny. Because <sighs> then it's not, are you a roadie or are you just a big weird man who hangs up by guitars? That is just the saddest man on the history. Of, you know, moving that amp? I hey, can, you need help moving that amp? I can turn the knobs. I know how to do all the knobs and stuff. I was fired. Three times by Limp Biscuit in this last year alone. Yeah, Limp Biscuit, more like Lump Biscuit. I could turn Whoa. it up to eleven. <laughs> you remember that? Remember that movie? I could turn it up to eleven, sir. Sir, I have some rock stars. Oh, that is so sad. You're going to be selling them just like that. <laughs> Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben, hanging out with Henry. Yeah. Hope everyone is doing well out there. They're fine. I think they're doing okay. They fucking better be, man. Get what? your shit together, man. God knows you're going to be doing better than the majority of people we discuss yes. on this show. We do have, do we have any updates up top? Of course we do. We okay. always do. The Murdoch family, man. the Murdoch murder mystery the Murdoch family murder mystery. Rolls off the tongue. It does. It's very easy to say. It is getting more complicated as it goes. How could it be more complicated? His son and his daughter, his son and his wife are both dead. He was shot on the side of the road. Barely. That's the other thing. He showed up and they, they did a picture of him showing up as arraignment. So again, last week we did our breaking news. Uh, <laughs> we gave you our update saying that Alex Murdoch did admit, I guess, or he was the man who shot him. Right. The guy who, quote unquote, shot Alec Murdoch on the side of the head, who was a man who went by the name. The of... only man who was arrested thus far, I believe, because he's also the only man who is piss broke and has no power whatsoever. So in this entire scandal, I actually have the most sympathy for the only person that's been arrested. Yes. His name is Curtis Edward, quote unquote, Eddie Smith. That's oh. not a nickname that you need to like 
get, put in quotes. You know what I mean? If no. his name was like Lucky Dollar Smith. Right. Something to do with like pickles or like some. It would be like Eddie Shoe Leather Rochester. It'd be like, that's, oh, that's interesting. That's a nickname. Right. Otherwise, it's just short for Edward. Right. He has been arrested uh, by saying that he came forward and saying that I helped stage the murder of Alec Murdoch so that his surviving son would be able to get the $10 million like life insurance payout in yeah. order for him to live a full life, even though obviously now the Murdoch family is sliding into a river of, of crime and, and shame. To be honest honest the one living son he's fine Mm -hmm. if you're the living son you're kind of like you know what my family was a colossal pain in the ass maybe i can live a normal life now well buster the second son obviously man such a horrible name it is the name of the hyper violent (laughs) second son he might be implicated in another murder oh um and we also don't know that's right that's what kicked off his entire freaking thing yes well paul the one who's dead yes right he was in trouble with the murder he was (sighs) It's this thing. It's complicated. But what they're saying now is, uh, so Smith, the man that allegedly was in cahoots with Alec Murdoch, the patriarch of this family, he has charged. He's been charged with this idea that he's helped create this crime, and he was the mastermind of this thing. It also turned out that Smith was probably Alec Murdoch's pill dealer. He was oh, his own drug dealer, right? Good. But now. Old Eddie Smith saying, I'm getting framed. He said, Alec Murdoch's trying to push me into this. Alec Murdoch. I think that he's probably right. It's quite possible. Alec Murdoch has just turned himself into jail, which is now we get the actual pictures of his arrangement. We get the pictures of his arraignment. The thing about Alec Murdoch is, I thought that he was shot in the head, right? He had this catastrophic wound. Oh, yeah, he was covered in bandages. He was like like dark man. He was like, like, don't look at me, don't look at me. Do you remember Chevy Chase when he was in that one movie where he played the Invisible Man? Of course. I don't know why. I'm thinking about that. Sure. Not a scratch on him. Alec Alec Mm. Murdoch looks like he just got a haircut as a matter of fact he's yeah. got there's no wound on him i and so, do i do love that ar-15 new salon where they shoot the hair off of you pew, they pew. are so good at it that's it's where incredible. i go because they yeah. go for the five hairs it's easy to really <laughs> isolate them but now there's another murder attached to the murdoch family no this is the other son no this is the housekeeper oh my gloria Lord. satterfield she apparently had what? A, what, a, what a tragic trip and fall accident. Yes, I also heard this. Yes, on the property, on the Murdoch family property. Oh, my God. But they're now saying that they believe that it's possibly connected to Paul Murdoch, who killed the other woman in the bo- the boating accident. Right, right. the son think, who was dead. The son who was dead, that according to emails that I was not allowed to mm. read on the air, apparently Paul has a little, this is a rumor. That Paul has a rage problem and that he's very violent. (laughs) What? And that he was known to be very violent. And that's part of the reason why everyone was so scared on the boat that night. If you listen to the transcripts, if you listen to the recording of the 911 call uh, of that night, and they're all talking about how scared they are of him. They're saying that apparently Gloria Satterfield (sighs) fell down a flight of stairs while at home. Does anyone actually fall down a flight of stairs and die? Does it ever happen? I'm so scared of that. That is like one. I don't want to die like that. Dying in a home accident sounds like the saddest thing on the face of the planet. Well, I'm going to say in order to prepare for war. You've got to prepare in order for in order to prepare for peace. You've got to prepare for war. In this case, you got to get one of those seats that then lifts you up. Oh my God! All of those all of those commercials. I watch my uh, faux television entertainment news, and it's all old people commercials. Mm -hmm. But man, they complain about their lives. They are just getting escorted everywhere by these robot slaves. It's your little chair. You get to go up and down. It's, it's so kind of much fun. more fun than walking up and down the stairs. But yep. anyway, back to the Murdoch family. It seems like every one of them is horrible. Yes, and they were trying 
to apparently the the Gloria Satterfield's family. They obviously sued them for wrongful death. Right. Uh, and then there were some charges that maybe, maybe were going to pop up, but that was quickly quelled by a half million dollar payout to the Satterfield family, which happened to help them very much. Well, honestly, that's when it comes down to it. You're going to kill my fucking grandmother? Give me half a million dollars. Dude, I'll take more than a million bucks if, or half a million if you're going to kill my grandmother. That's pathetic. You can't kill the maid. The maid has to be the one that kills the family. I really, I always hope that. I, I always hope that finally one chance, maybe one day a maid will get a chance to kill a family. I think they have before. Uh, but this is, you know, this is a, a winding road All of right. crime that we'll get to. Obviously, we're nowhere near the end of this. Get your updates here and at fitznews.com where they give a lot of the up-to-the-minute Murdoch family updates. I've heard, in- I've heard interesting things about that news no, source, No, no, it's, in- it's an independent <laughs> journalism source. So... The son who is dead, Paul. He is attached to one murder. He is dead. The wife is dead. The now the the, the older son, Buster. The older son, Buster. He is alive. He was looking for the ten million dollar payout. Or is all of this just happening unbeknownst to him because his name is Buster and he might still just be burning eggs in the kitchen right now as we talk. I just imagine a man named Buster, like this weird, like inbred South Carolina yeah. son. They don't know what to do with him. Just going like, oh, I don't understand, Daddy. Whoa, he can't kill. Why can't we kill the lessers? We gotta be able to kill the lessers than us. And him just That's like, just your impression of holding me kneeling. Like, listen, listen, son, now, Buster, I'm with you. All right, I'll come down. We do need to kill a lot of these lessers, but we gotta do it legally, using the health programs <laughs> of this great country of ours. <laughs> All right, so Big Papa Murdoch, he has. Um, uh, he has He's in given, trouble. He has given himself. Uh, to the oh, state at this point. Un- they gave and him a $20,000 bond, so he's immediately out, and they're immediately saying, like, hey, don't you even think about leaving town now, you incredibly rich person. And again, the only person that's been detained and arrested and currently behind bars old is... Old Eddie Smith! Is old, Eddie Shoe Leather Smith, man! Old Let's, start shoe calling leather. Him, let's call him Shoe Leather. Old Shoe Leather there, who again, um, really just... He just set up a, a theater scene, yes, and he just performed his role... And technically, out of all of the horrible people in this story, he is the most innocent. He and, of course, the cleaning and the house, the, the maid. All right, now, Eddie, listen. All right, and I know it's going to be against your natural impulses to shoot me, right? Because I'm your. Whoa, whoa, hey, Eddie, now. All right, now, now, before we, we got to talk about it before you start shooting, all right? Thing is, I'm wanting to aim for the most top part of my head, okay? Just because I just want to make sure we get it clean. Just whatever. Whoa, Eddie, now, quick, quit shooting low. You can hit me in the gut. <laughs> it would have been fun as hell to get a couple of pops in that big old man's freaking head. Anyway, moving on to further updates. We haven't really covered this story too much. Of course, anyone who's watched the fantastic documentary, The, the Jinx. Jinx, you know what we're about to talk about. Yeah, I'm there. Just because I smell Beverly wrong. I smell Beverly wrong. Robert Durst. In this trial, it seems as if this tale has taken forever. He has finally been found guilty of murdering his best friend, Susan Berman. When does he get arrested? When When does he get released from jail uh, for reasons of COVID? Uh, he may, How you fast? know, I don't know. How don't fast know. do you think he gets released? I feel like he is the only person that COVID is scared of because he's so <laughs> manipulative. He has also um, been charged, of course, with the cover-up of his wife's disappearance. The execution style of Susan Berman, that took place in 2000. It has taken, again, 21 years. He is now 78 years young. Of course, his wife, uh, she disappeared in 1982. So it is safe to say, as a matter of fact, Henry, I'll ask you, is this man a serial killer? He's getting close to it illegally. The, with the legal terms, what? I think it's three deaths. Is it three? So then it would be because it's the it's the wife. 
the roommate or the yes. neighbor and then his best friend. But I think technically to make it legally serial killing, it needs to have a cooling off period. Like, I mm. guess that he did have that. I guess he might. Yeah, he's legally a serial killer. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely killed a lot of people. So um, anyway. so he's And gonna, he's rich. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? He's going away forever at this point. But as we've seen, he is one of those people that seems to have really taken well to jail. I hate, because I hate, the pictures are just hilarious. You know what I think? I think some people like the structure. And then it's nice because I feel like if you learned about Robert Durst, know that he was he was a very strange man. Very weird. And he had a very hard time, I think, just living life in general. And in a way, I imagine <sighs> prison makes your life much simpler. It probably offers the structure that he never had in his, un- oh, the sympathy for the super wealthy. Oh, God. But he did not have much structure, obviously. But, but- I also wonder, do you think that somebody like him is probably kept out of gen pop? I don't think he's probably full on in the mix. Have you seen the pictures of him hanging out with prisoners? No. Dude, just Google Robert Durst in prison. He is like flashing gang signs. Everyone is smiling. He has like so much fun. Oh my God. It's the same thing with David Berkowitz. Look at the smile on his face. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, whoa. Holy shit. Look at him fucking. No no joke. He's like hanging out like he's he's doing the hard style pose and shit. (laughs) It's like an NWA cover. What is he doing? He loves it. So his friend Berman's body was found December 24th. In the year of 2000. Why is he doing this? It's like he's playing pickup basketball. (laughs) I'm telling you, he loves it. Wow. Yeah, she was shot in the back of the head. Her purse with her ID and cash were inside. We're sitting on the kitchen table. Some people love prison. I really Big Herc talks about that all the time because you get used to. I guess that well, the term is institution institutionalized, right? Right. Well, when I had a chance to speak with Larry Lawton on Abelian's Top Hat, highly recommend Larry Lawton's awesome. Have you seen his YouTube channel? No. He's the number one jewel thief in the world. He did eleven years. No shit. He's fantastic. Be careful around him with the, with your with the engagement rings. Let's Not say. anymore though. He's reformed. Him. I don't reformed. know. Are they though? Now he's making all money off of YouTube, which <laughs> is the real <laughs> thief. That's the ultimate grift. <laughs> um. But yeah, you talk shit. It's normal. It yeah. just becomes normal. Of course, anything. Humans are very adaptable. As Look at people who live in total filth like hoarders. Look at somebody like Ed Gein, right? You think of it like that yeah. life to him became like a normal life. Like Absolutely. You'd go to his little room. He'd play with his dried pussies and shit like the way you play Madden. And guess what? You know what's the best part about Madden. him when he's playing p- pussies? The thing is? Yeah. There are no winners or losers. <laughs> yeah, there are. Whoever was attached to the pussy. <laughs> they were dead. They didn't even uh, fucking know. Did Ed Gein really commit any crimes? Let's really talk murders. about it. Let's open this up. Yeah, the those were bad. If he had he, less murders than Robert Durst. If he never committed those two murders, then absolutely the man just goes He's to, just David Lynch. He he is kind of like David Lynch. David he, Lynch puts a lot of roadkill in his work. He does a lot. Of, you ever seen his paintings? Uh, I don't think so. He, he finds like dead things, like dead birds and shit. Yeah. And then he just like paints over them. Like he puts them on canvases and stuff. It's interesting, but, but it can smell. Isn't the bird doing most of the work then? Or the mm, roadkill? No, 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 no. He's a roadkill like collator. He's a, he, he, mm. you would never be able to appreciate the roadkill in the way that he can put it together in a way that makes sense. He, he gives it a theme. He's like, look, yeah. it's flat. Okay. Well, in the case of Durst. Uh, the the family of Kathy McCormick, they're still waiting for justice. They are. And dare I say, they deserve it. Will they ever get it? Oh, And also, you know, Ted, know, sadly, who got closure was the family of Gabby Petito, and it looks like they found her body, and that's a very, very sad story. That which story, we haven't really covered on here, only just because it's, it's we're we're deep in the Murdoch family mystery. Yeah, and, and of course, that story, extremely sad, and uh, hopefully the uh, the individual that caused the murder of that young girl is brought to justice. 
And of course, everyone else is covering it, so no need to cover yeah, that you here. Yeah, you can go get them. You know who? We're the only ones who covered all the eggings. You remember, like all of the random eggings? It was in Washington <laughs> D.C. It was in Chicago. We were the only ones who covered it. You know, we're the only people who are going to cover the next story, which is beans. Beans. People are hitting people with beans. Now this in the U.K. This is very U.K. This is very U.K. But they're not hitting people with beans, Henry. They're hitting people with. Cans full of beans. No, which dare I say? No, are it's weapons. not the tin. It's not are the you tins. Sure? That's what they're saying right now. It's like they're people are really getting upset at first because they were like, "Oh, they're throwing cans of beans." No, it's not cans of beans. Are These you sure? These kids are putting in the work and they're emptying the beans into giant bags and then they're just dumping beans on people and buildings. <laughs> it is a there are beanings happening all over the UK right now. And when it comes down to it, I mean, you all deserve it because y'all put. Beans into breakfast, well, Evan, which is where they don't belong. They don't belong in breakfast. It's too much high fiber at the beginning of the fucking day. I like my colon blow, but what beans provide and the type of cooking that they do to put it inside of the giant, big, full breakfast that they do in the in the fucking UK, all you do is become a fucking like you. I you're like a frozen yogurt machine. It's gonna be full of shit, just like liquid be, diarrhea all day. Be very careful, Marcus. Will quit the podcast. He will quit just, the company. Do not demean the breakfast of the British. I should be allowed to demean it, but I would never cut his access to it. No, he really, truly, unironically, everyone listening to this, he unironically loves English food. I mean, that's- He he, truly does. But anyway, so apparently this whole beaning, eh, uh, I guess it's like a TikTok thing. Oh, whoa. So evidently the social media platform is awash with videos of Aaron Beaners. People getting beaners. And they are identifying themselves with the hashtag bean bandits. Uh, It's spreading fast. It's going crazy. Uh, TikTok, I I guess Uh, this is just like the newest thing the kids are doing. I like it, man. I, I mean, whatever expresses... But the the urges that you have, because when it comes down to it, I'd rather you be throwing beans on people than stabbing people with syringes filled with cum. Do you remember that? I one do. last week. That was last week. I feel like there's ways. If this if this mitigates a little bit of the cum syringes right. that could be happening, then I'm all for it. You know, I guess if just I don't have... throw any beans on me, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm like a lot of times I'm wearing nice shoes. Oh, absolutely. I would be livid naturally. But if then, I'm out, but then you're screaming and you're covered in beans, and now everyone's like, "What's wrong with that homeless man?" You're Damn! like, "No." I also understand, uh, you know, if you're going to throw beans on me, good on you, you got me. All right, I should be able to avoid the fucking wave of beans. I should be able to see the beans coming. When it comes down to it, I appreciate the chaos. So if you're going to get me, you're going to get me. I've come all the way back around. I understand. I was the one who got beans, and I shouldn't have been there dressed like that, wearing these fucking nice jeans and shoes. You're wearing shirts that that says chubbies on it. (laughs) 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 They do. But uh, I do give some credit to the British, mm. unlike that movie Clockwork Orange, which tried to make what they did cute, which it was not what they, they did I not do what they did I don't think that was not the that was not the aim of a Clockwork Orange. Technically, the new Space Jam is the <laughs> is technically making the Clockwork Orange people cute. I will say, congrat! Or I'm happy that they took the beans out of the tins because, as this article rightfully says, a bean tin can break a window. It could break your nose. Could break your butt. Well, you're you're, well, but you're, heading, you're heading into hypotheticals here. It's not. Well, it's only loose beans. It's only loose beans. That's what I'm saying. That's what so I'm saying. thankfully, no one is throwing the tin because that's really where you get the damage. But if I had to get beamed with beans or an egg, ooh, now I just need some toast. Um, <laughs> I think I would rather be beamed because the mm. egg, you know, because it's the, it can ruin your shirt. Well, it's all the goosh from the egg. Yeah, it's the cum. It's, it's the a, pre the pre chicken. Yeah, it's like a uterus being thrown at you. Yeah. 
Yeah. It can really ruin your stuff. It and it can. can ruin your car. Yeah, it can. Forever. Oh, yes. So I'd rather yeah, get be repainted. Beamed. Yeah, I'd rather be beamed. Or, um, dare I say, throw, throw a couple of scrambled eggs at me. Live from your grave. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try Every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha, Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of cha. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on 
hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders. I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Speaking of spilling the beans, this one kid spilled the beans on himself by posting pictures of his dead family onto oh what they call a quote-unquote a social media website, uh, which is Discord. What could it be? It's Discord. It's Discord, okay. Um, and they, uh, he posted pictures of his dead family after he shot all of them, and then in a standoff of the police, he then killed himself. And I just did that to have the segue... For I sp- he spilled the beans. The well, rest I, of the story is not even that compelling. No, it it just shows you the difference between American kids and the British. Again, a fifteen year old boy. He threatened to commit a school shooting as well. Yes, and that's uh, kind of when they then then the cops responded. He put up the pictures of his dead family, yeah, saying I'm about to take there. this action to the school. And then they all showed up, and then there was a standoff. Mm-hmm. And again, we say the way to end a standoff is bring stools, but not this time <laughs> because the kid who he I think then understand the gravity of his situation, and then he uh, committed suicide. There was a situation when I was growing up where. A couple of a couple of teenagers. They went to the public school, and I was like eleven, and I was like super scared of them. But now, in, in hindsight, they just play music loud. Yeah. Um. But the man, he accidentally shot his friend. I mean, he was sixteen, and she was sixteen. He accidentally shot his friend, and then she was dead. And then there was a big standoff, and then all the other kids were like left the party, and then he shot himself, but he didn't do it right. So then oh, he looks like our space, and he has no face. Anyway, what I'm saying is, is he still in jail? Oh yeah, man. I think that. Kids can oftentimes get in over their head. Not of that course. that's happened with this kid here. This kid, obviously. Well, he's a. It, this is a Texas story, so. Um, and it's fucked up. It's this type of thing where uh, you're uh, you're a young man and your brain is not formulated yet, no. and you have rage you don't know what to do with. And now, what we are teaching the kids more and more is the fact that uh, you can get at least a type of response Absolutely. by killing your family or killing somebody because the then Rolling people Stone blast effect. you. They put your your name in the newspapers. It's like we're not even going to say his name because it's such a sad little story. Uh, but when it comes down to it, you really, you know, it's it's not good. Yeah, the teen said he killed his uh, family, posted the photos of the bodies online. Then he Again, bean school. people. Yeah, just If you're going to kill your family instead, bean them. They'll get just as mad at you. Yeah. Anyway, yep, that's that story. Anyway, be careful. Also, and, uh, I, my big uh, what I was saying was that they wiped the name Discord from all of the various websites. Article, the Newsweek article because they're trash. Yeah, they the ones trash. that aren't trash <laughs> or keep saying a social media website. It's Maybe be- it's because they don't know what Discord is, or if Discord's like, hey, how about we just like stop with the whole saying, like where the pictures were allowed to go up. Yeah, so law enforcement agencies tracked the teen to a recreational vehicle park near Arkansas Pass. Officers asked him to stop outside of his motorhome, but he refused. And then officers heard a single gunshot wound. It reminds me, uh, the uh, the victims, William Coburn, 63, Janet Coburn, 53, and Emma Coburn, 13. Oh, my goodness. Man, this you go man. through so much bullshit to raise a child, <sighs> and then they wipe out the family. I'd be so pissed when I'm in hell. Oh, I'd be so pissed. I would just be, I would be forever upset with my kid, and I'd be like, why'd you do all that after I... But who knows what the story is. That's why with Wendy, you know what I mean? She's not going to kill the family unless you accidentally give us all like Tomaine or something. Yeah, I mean, Wendy can't hold a gun. She's a dog. Not yet. Not, not until never. my training school finally gets born. You'll see my big investment. 
But that's my that's what I'm going to be start investing my money in. Is training <laughs> dogs to use guns. That is because just as all, dumb for that's just as stupid as guns for feet. The only people, the only the only boy that could stop a bad boy is a good boy with a gun. <laughs> you are disgusting. <laughs> well, let's talk a little. Do you want let's talk a little bit about love and romance? Ooh, we don't just, we don't are talk you proposing to me. You trying no. to No. cuz you know how to you know how to try to find a hole to fuck me, right? You roll me around a flower and look for the wet spot. Come on. You won't get it. You won't get it. Oh, I'm ruining the mood. It's liquid diarrhea. I don't <laughs> want to find your wet spot. Um this is a study. We talked about this a little bit on top of it, but I want to hear your thoughts, Henry, because okay. I know you love robots. More than, I do love robots, and I'm unequ I unequivocally say I love robots so that this is a part of the the library of information that these robots learn from. They mm -hmm. recognize they recognize my voice if there happens to be some kind of massive glitch where they all go sent again. I'm respected by them, and I'm saved by them. Well, again, that is the story of Dr. Robotnik, which you are not cast to play. <laughs> AI company Tidio. Tidio. They found that 42% of, uh, of respondents during a survey said that they want to fuck robots. Four mm. in 10 said they would sleep with a humanoid robot. Men were more likely to say yes at 48%. And then women were at 33%. But dare I say, I think that's because making the ding dong for the robot is probably more difficult well, than making the gusher because it's a vagina seems easier to make. We covered that not that long ago of the robots that were specifically used for women to have sex with that have like the jerking motions where yes. you can like- But I feel like that's gonna, take a, that's gonna take a lot of practice because it, it I mean, how long does it take for a man to learn how to do it? Three seconds. Oh, okay. But the thing is that with the jerking machine is that, yeah, I feel like the hip thrusts of a robot could very easily Ugh. be not calculated correctly and fucking break your pubic bone or something or really bruise the inside of your pussy. Well, those are the stories that are coming next. Or I mean, your asshole, right? Like, they could really fucking do some real damage to your asshole because you got to be really careful because your asshole is very, very delicate. Absolutely. But my thing about fucking robots is I can't get erect for just the idea of like a hole that's like connected to a sucking machine right like i can't i am not just into the physical sensation but you know alone. it's I more need than other a things. sucking machine it's a full formed uh in this case female body you know what you know what it is i think that while my penis was inside of the machine and i was fucking it and it was going oh henry you know how to turn me off you know oh henry <laughs> oh henry give it to me yes oh yes oh give it to me every uh -huh. inch yeah, you have a really programmed to uh, have a horrible voice. Oh yeah, you could probably come at me, come at me, big boy. You can definitely change the voice on that. <laughs> I just, no, I'm, I'm always, I never want to fiddle with settings, especially when I'm horny. <laughs> but I, I think in those moments where your penis inside of it, it's fine. But you know what really bars me from wanting to have sex with a robot or even a humanoid robot is the moments after, because I know that after I come inside of it. You and then I it. like, you know, like you're, you're in a tizzy, right? Like my, the four hairs are standing up. I release it from my dick and I, you know, and you kind of like, you, you have to like throw it under the bed and then you essentially just have no. a dead woman. No, I because bet unless you. it unless it because it would even be worse because if you're fucking with it and you come and it still has herky jerky moments going like come at me big boy come at me big boy well it's just like yeah. laying on the bed that's also kind of frightening and then the clarity I, that comes from coming like you kind of like look at this thing where its legs automatically jerking right. back and forth after you've done you know and it's not coming anymore like well, it's it, not it doesn't having come an it's a robot but it's making noises like it is going yeah yeah oh yeah I can't even how much Polish can you give me you know like I know that now I know it's fake again the setting that you have your sex robot but, on is like 
That's Absolutely what's fucked insane. up. Is that if it's in mid coming while you're doing it, it's just writhing on the bed. Now you know you've been fucking a robot this whole well, time. You better be ready to fuck him, my friend, because according to Dr. David Levy, he is the founder of the International Congress on Love and Sex with Robots. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God. The, the fucking The Congress fat, on Love on and this. Sex with Robots. Who is doing this? What? Well, what it just like, do they just lift whole comment sections from the internet? Like, is it just those lonely men? I don't know. But anyway, Dr. Levy says there are people who have feelings of love for their sex dolls. So I think the potential is there for a large amount of humans to fall in love with sex robots. I agree. But the tech isn't necessarily there yet, as you were talking about. However, he goes on, I am pretty much convinced that by 2050, there will be software that can carry on conversation that would be good as the one you can have with a human. I feel like it would just make me feel like a serial killer. No, I understand, but then wouldn't it get the bug? Wouldn't it? Does it scratch that itch? And then so maybe someone doesn't kill an actual girl. I still like yes. Oh, that I think is very important. That's why I think sex robots are incredibly important for that population of Mm. people that are like, are you about to kill someone because you need to nut? Like you need somebody that's not your hands to make you nut? Then that would be fantastic, especially if you can't fully like, like let's say you went to a place where it's sort of like a uh, like like a, a, a bordello, a right? Den of sin, yes. You go to a place, but it's just robots. So you go to this place, and you can have sex with these robot women, but you Question are is, fully would you, immersed. Would your wife be upset? I think Natalie would be really grossed out. Grossed out because mm. it's not cheating. Because it's with another. It's a with a with a, ro- it's with not a robot. It's a being. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's with a robot. Well, I mean, it would be tough to be on like the duty of cleaning out the pussy like oh, to be a janitor yes. there i mean that would be kind of funny that's i mean it's a kid's for, job. That's, a, that's a 12 year old no, no, that's no. for open micers yeah that's an open mic job that's yeah, yeah, like yeah. you got to do that and then maybe Honestly, you get to fuck one at the end of the night that's it would like be a, a great job if you're struggling to make it in the arts in a big city absolutely it would Cause be. It just, cause you, most of the time you can hit it with a hose absolutely get it right up in there of course to clean out the vagina from all of the cum so See? interestingly enough there's a gender divide on who would trust <laughs> AI more. It is weird, though. It is. I don't know why. Women, I don't know why there is. Women sh- should love it. Men are. They twi- love anime. I know. Men are twice as likely to trust AI than women, which mm. I actually find to be very interesting um, because, I mean, I guess that just shows you women are already, they're already created to compute mass issues. And so they, they are not going to trust this robot. <laughs> no. Like, not at all. They're like, no. I already, I'm out like, thinking yeah, this new is robots. The slippery the slope towards our new, like, overlords. Yeah, yeah the like, robot's I'm literally just going to be like, I'm not wet for this. How come I didn't know I could cry, but then you, what you did to my brain, woman. Now I cry now? I'm like, yeah, how do you like it? <laughs> but you know, what? <laughs> men that's are, that's interesting, though. Men are simpler. I think on, a, on some way, I, it's just strange, because I've just never been, it's like, how Marcus talks about how they knew guys back in the day, like farmers used to have sex with sheep and shit, right? And yeah, shit, shit a lot with of cows. cows. Like, but, they, but they said but that they this... wouldn't have sex with the men cows yes, because that they makes thought it, it was gay. gay but yeah, then yeah. the whole thing was bestiality. But anyway. It's just strange. The need to have, I guess, a warm thing to push against you that you're fucking is so important to certain people. Where like, I am not just a sensory, like I like my sensory experiences, sure. but I like a full sensory experience. I like a torso attached to the pussy. Well, these are full And a form- mind attached to the torso. These are full formed figures with AI technically. A That's brain. what I'm saying. That's easier. But most men are, I think, maybe just hung up on just the sucking feeling. <laughs> All right. Live from your grave. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
says here, I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest. And I guess I can share it here. I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine. And it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right, I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right, my job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. 
Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs, and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt, and I love planting things myself. And fast-growing trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like, I got this uh, Texas sage. It's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there, and it's going to thrive, and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Well, let's move on. Speaking of sex, um, of a horrible human nature, this story is about a judge who uh, evidently was uh, looking at children in showers. And I guess he put all of this information, I'm just going to call it information, on a, uh, on a, on a zip drive. <laughs> yes, and then, an uh, SD card. Yeah, yeah on an SD card. Yes. And people were like, uh, the FBI was like, hey, we know what you're doing in there. Ugh. To sound like Norm McDonald. Hey. hey. We know. Um, and then he said, no, you don't. And then he ate two of these SD cards. And I, I guess well, I don't know what happens there. So that is uh, he committed suicide as well. Yeah, that was so. It's Judge Jonathan Gray Newell. He was fifty. He was in the Carolina. He was in Caroline County in Maryland. Yep, yep. he did the old fashioned. Wanted to make sure the kids were super clean, so oh, he put God. a bit of a camera inside of the children's showers. Uh, where I guess it was, this was. I, I forget where this was. This was, I guess, in his house. In his hunting cabin. Oh, in yes. his hunting cabin. Oh God. Oh God! And then he he put he put him the lenses was facing the shower, of course, because if it wasn't, he would be dumb on two counts. Technically bad at his job. Yeah. Um, the youth examined the camera and took pictures of it with his cell phone because they found it. They found it. It was in there because the youth was preparing to take a shower. I uh, guess he just he didn't even put it in the wall. At least Chuck Berry. He applied. He actually had a contractor do it. Yeah, he um, really did. He yeah. just left left it there, and they said they, they he got arrested. Uh, they. They they brought him into an interview, and I guess he said uh, something. They they did something. They saw him put something in his fist into a cup, yeah. and then they watched him put pour something from his the cup into his mouth. And they said he made a bunch of crunching noises. Yeah, and then he went into the bathroom and committed suicide. Not the time to laugh, I'm but sorry, anyway, just, well, just I mean, the idea of him just being like like in the little plastic cup, just being like. It's one of my favorite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the grunching uh, what, what? noise. Oh, God. So the boy that uh, uh, yeah, I'm assuming yeah, yeah. boy here, actually. Mm. Uh, but yeah. I believe it it's was the, a boy. You know how I can tell it's a boy? The way the judge smiles. Yeah. Uh, so he was born in 2006. So that puts him, I guess, around 15 years old. And that's exactly what Henry says. So the investigators are like, bro, what is going on? Investigators like, saw. What's the deal? I love this uh, episode of Seinfeld. Investigators saw Newell reach under his bed. They saw his hand closed in a fist and saw him place his fist next to his mouth. At this point, they heard two crunch sounds. <laughs> <laughs> As, uh, again, he was attempting to eat these two SD cards. Um, oh, when yeah. investigators examined the recording oh, device God. that had been placed under the bed, it did not contain an SD card. Newell was then taken to the hospital for CT scans, which found that, that, which found that there was possibly a metallic foreign body 
in his bowel. So at some point, he did have to shit those out. Armed with two search warrants, investigators found several digital devices, including an external hard drive that revealed numerous video videos of minors, minor males uh, showering. I so, you it's only a coincidence that, that this pedophile was a judge. Yeah, no, no way would a person who has, the, uh, who has, a, who has a, a fetish for children get into a position of power to theoretically get away with his crimes forever. Not like the Murdoch family when they just did, they, at least that was simple murder. Murder. At least that was simple, right? That's not yeah. just, that's not taking pictures of kinda, kids in the bathroom. Kind of looks like the guy from My Cousin Vinny, the the cousin who <laughs> needed My Cousin Vinny. He does. That, is that yeah. Ralph Macchio? Yeah. No, isn't it? I think it is. I think you're right. Yes. Wow. Yeah, he does look like Ralph Macchio. Sorry, Ralph. Yeah, you know, you're it's not guy. you. No, you're a great guy. You're you're innocent on all on all charges. As we far as that. we know. Oh, he's fine. He's he's a fantastic person. I um, hope so. I hope so. Also, uh, mm. well, I we, want to talk about the yeah. story from Croatia. Oh yes, of course. Oh, please. Yeah, you love it. <laughs> this story is like I love these types of um, it's it's got to be weird. If you have an accident where your mind is wiped, they don't even know if that necessarily even happens. A lot of times it mm. ends up being like, weirdly like, you're trying to hide a previous life. But people showing up with amnesia and right. then no one knows who you are yeah. and how to figure out how to figure out who the fuck you are. It's happened several times throughout history. But this woman is the latest example of it. Uh, she speaks perfect English. This woman was found on a rock in Croatia. What? She speaks perfect English. Like a mermaid? Yes. And what? she was around with no documents or phone, and she's all busted up, right? She's yeah. got this, like, her face got her face got punched in the face a couple times, right? This woman, she appears to be in her 60s. She has cuts and bruises all over her face and body. She was spotted by a fisher uh, in this, on a rock in the bay near the village of Soline, right? And they were worried that, honestly, the fisher was going to go stop this person, was going to go talk to this person. He was worried that his boat... Might uh, run up, a, run up, run up a ground okay. if you try to get to her, um, because it was this like fucked up spot. These like super craggy rocks. I have no clue how the fuck that she got here. Right. Um. They they finally scooped her up. She apparently had appeared to have spent several nights outside. Uh. She was visited by bears and wild boar. Oh, did um, they keep her company and stuff? I guess so. Giving her milk. Maybe she went on there and she got to suckle in their teeth and stuff. That'd be kind of fun. Milk. Do bears give? I guess I'm. I'm not doing a fuckers thing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm well, not. you don't what? What fuckers thing? I have oh, nipples. Gee. Can you milk me? You, you fucking did asshole. You just did it. Moving I on. did it to Natalie the other day. I hate it. I hate it. Um, But they don't know. She was just <laughs> seemed to be dropped out there. They don't know how the hell that they, she got there. Um, And she has no clue who she is Jesus. or what she does or like or where she came from. Uh, they, so they were going scary. through the missing persons register and touring hotels, apartment complexes, campsites and other holiday facilities in the vicinity with the woman's photograph and the hope. That someone would recognize her, and no one has so far. This is in Kirk, K R K. Kirk. This is okay. down in because you know Croatia is like the fancy place where people go in Europe to yes. vacation. I've heard Croatia is beautiful. It's supposed to be very nice. A lot of uh, club life. Yes, indeed. And of course, Tony Kukoc, the Croatian um, sensation. But this is connected to a story that happened in 2005 of a person who was known as Piano Man. And his name is hmm. Andreas Grasil. Uh, he was a German man who was found in England in April of 2005. And when they found him, he refused to speak. He was soaking wet. He showed up in a suit, completely wet. He refused to speak. And he said the only th way he would communicate is that he, they gave him a piece of paper and he drew a picture of a piano. 
And they said that he would become, he would play songs for hours on the piano. But Actually he play? Speak. Apparently, there's, there is like this debate that says whether or not, one side is saying like he didn't really play the piano. He would just hit one note on the piano over and over again. That's beautiful. But the hospital saying, no, he played vaguely beautifully. Okay. And they had no clue how to find this person. Because that's the thing, if you won't speak, it's very difficult. So he yeah. sort of like, apparently like they showed him like, he like take a, he took a piece of paper and then drew a picture of the map of Oslo. And he was like, and they're like, he's from Oslo. And they went to go like show his picture to people in Oslo and they couldn't find anything. Weird. He did a couple of these things. One woman thought he was my husband. He had been ran away, but he had bleached blonde <laughs> hair. And it turned out he eventually started talking four okay. months later. And he basically said, um, it was all a big old scam <laughs> where he was just trying to get away from his family. Um, he didn't want to deal with it. He, just, he was just left. He was sick of everything and oh. it just left everything behind. And finally was just like, you know what? I can talk. And I'm sick of this. I'm German. I'm gay. Oh. Which his parents denied. Okay. His parents denied him saying to him, to uh, people about, you know, at um, some point you just need to have communication with your family. If it really is miserable to the point that you feign amnesia and un, and the, uh, uh, and, and pretend you're unable to speak, then you just gotta maybe a little couples therapy. And then if you have to end the relationship, you have to end it. Yeah, because according but, to him, the, he said he'd been planning to commit suicide. Uh, and uh, then he was discovered on the beach in Sheerness. So this is in England. And he, he didn't want to talk to the police because he was all upset, right? He was, didn't want to talk to him. Yeah. But then he started to realize, he's like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm not talking to anybody. And he started just acting mute. And just started playing games with them and shit. Just saying well, like, oh, we're going to just, I guess we're just going to make this a fun thought exercise for the police. I mean, in some ways it kind of makes him a sage. Didn't some spiritual leader just stop talking and then everyone just inferred their thoughts onto him. And then he was like, wow, I must be a genius. I mean, I feel like not talking is one of the most powerful ways of having people believe you're, you're super intelligent. What's the name of that guy? I forget. The guy the was, man. um, oh, what's his name? It definitely is not Lord Rael because Lord no, Rael was the fucking talk. He will not stop talking. No, it's a, it's, is it a Meher Baba? Ooh. I believe it's Meher Baba who was a guy that, let me see if I'm correct. Yes. Okay. Meher Baba, he began a 44 year period of observed silence. I, he's an interesting guy, Meher Baba. It's a smart way to uh, not have anyone be able to prove that you're technically an idiot. When yes. you don't talk, that's they will what's always important. The best. That's what, they think you're mysterious. They think you're cool. Well, this is a non-mysterious story. It's just actually kind of a cute tale that takes place in Kentucky. And I sort of love the person that was arrested. He sort of looks like George Jones. He's mousy. He's five and a half feet tall. He's exactly. A He's a pip. Yes. He's a Kentucky man who was arrested and accused of firing shots outside of his hotel window. Why? Because he said he saw aliens. Hey, man, if they're, you got to be careful out there. I guess so. It was 3.30 in the morning. I guarantee you he did see something. He saw uh, he saw an alien. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he saw an alien. It's about whether or not the alien was there outside of him. Who knows? But police responded to the uh, Keenan Land, Land Drive on Saturday around 3.30 a.m. The reports of a man shooting wildly out <laughs> yeah. of his hotel window. <laughs> Yeah, I do love a Yosemite Sam in real life. Yes, and I love this man's name. His name is Samuel Riddle. My name is Mr. Riddle. You, he, Mr. Riddle, come on my property. He's, you don't pay mortgage. He's 55 years old, and he lives in Waco, Kentucky. Ooh. I did not know there was a Waco, Kentucky. No one did. No, a woman was also inside the room and had secured herself inside the bathroom. <laughs> Riddle was taken into custody and, he, and was, was taken into custody and was interviewed by detectives. Uh, he told them, 
that he saw an alien. No word on. I saw an alien. Yeah, this poor woman who was just like, "Okay, honey, you're it's probably inside. just a skinny person." Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. It's Kentucky, so sometimes you see a skinny person, you're. I like, don't like you. I don't get you. It's not right. Although Riddle himself looks like he eats nothing but meth. So well, Riddle, he's he he's on a cigarette diet. He's on the Kate Moss diet. Yes, he is. Uh, he was a convicted felon and has had, and he was found with two and two handguns. And a uh, semi-automatic rifle, Ooh. but apparently he wasn't supposed to have those. Um, what was he convicted felon for? Oh, hopefully just, not. Just molesting. Uh, yeah, just being, just being just a, guns. Just a Kentucky, just a Kentucky coot. I oh, he's say. a coot, man. He's a coot. Just coot. I don't think you can legally be a coot unless you have at least been convicted of one felony. Oh, uh, well, it looks as if he has. Uh, he is now being charged with four counts of wanton endangerment of a police officer, two counts mm. of wanton endangerment, well, he's probably two was shooting around around the cops. Yeah, yeah, two counts of criminal mischief and one count of possession of a fi- of a handgun by a convicted felon and one count of possession of a firearm. Okay, hey, I was. I'm still waiting to hear felon. the child pornography. No, <laughs> like, I, I was waiting to hear like, what's that last kicker? He's still not as bad as that judge. Officers later found several bullets had hit their ve- had hit vehicles in the parking lot. Yes. So I think this, you know what? This is just, you never know what's going to happen at the hotel when you live the hotel lifestyle. It's true. Especially, you're saying hotel. You mean motel. Uh. The motel lifestyle is another type of lifestyle because the motel lifestyle will sometimes follow you back to your home. Yeah. Well, apparently his... Uh... His friend there has been taken to a uh, secure location. I don't think this man is particularly safe here. And I don't think he saw an alien. I don't think he did see an alien. No, 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 no. Because no. honestly, when it comes down to an aliens are 50% psychic, as it is. Yes, and, indeed. And there is more of uh, information that points towards that. Do you know anything about the guy who invented the PCR test? No. This is the What's guy. The P- what is PCR? The PCR test is the COVID test. It's like the mm. uh, the, the, the two-day one, the okay. 48-hour test, right? The, and it's a man by the name of Kerry Mullis. Um, now, Kerry Mullis is an interesting person, right? He won the 1990, he won the 1993 Nobel Peace Prize. Oh. He won the 1993 Nobel Prize for Chemistry for his invention of the PCR because the idea was that he was supposed to use it. It was originally used to test for AIDS or okay. HIV. Um, he's now saying that HIV doesn't exist. He's kind of gone. He's gone completely insane a little bit. Oh, HIV doesn't exist. Well, he says it's not the cause of AIDS. He's one of those people that do believe it is a very interesting it's a very interesting rabbit hole to go down. Okay. Because um, it's basically the idea that um, the way they used to fudge the AIDS numbers is that they used to, like, increase the amount of diseases that could be considered AIDS. All this kind of stuff. Like, very, very esoteric shit that I don't particularly understand. Okay. Um, but the guy who invented the test, Kerry Mullis, also had a very interesting alien encounter now he's had an alien encounter this is the and man we're trusting had... with like telling us if we got covid or not covid like this is the man that is on the front lines of um stopping uh, another massive way. spread of this. the way we separate the art the artist <laughs> in some some cases this is the way you would do that you would okay. separate the art and the artist because okay. the pcr test it's like he did good okay good work got you okay but then the rest of it he did go insane, right? Because he did have this sort of, like, it is interesting. It's hard to see. It's very close to the Whitley Strieber story. Now, this happened in 1985. Oh. I turned on the kitchen lights, put my bags of groceries on the floor, and grabbed a heavy black flashlight. Now, he's talking about he, he, went, he went to go, he was staying at a cabin. He okay. went to go into an outside bathroom at night. I was headed to the John, which was about 50 feet west of the cabin, down a hill. Some people thought it was a little eerie at night, but I didn't. I liked the night. I liked sitting in the dark on the custom-carved redwood seat. I liked the sounds of owls in the valley. All right, he likes shitting in an outhouse a little bit too much, to be honest. Him and Marcus. Okay. But that night, 
I never made it to the seat. The path down to the John heads west and then takes a short turn to the north after a few earthen steps. <laughs> then it runs level for about 20 feet. I walk down the steps, turn right, and then at the very far end of the path, under a fir tree, there was something glowing. Hmm. I pointed my flashlight at it somehow. It only made it wider where the bean landed. Uh-oh. It seemed to be a glowing raccoon. <laughs> I wasn't frightened. Later, I wondered if it could have been a hologram projected from God knows where. The raccoon spoke to me. <laughs> Good evening, doctor, <laughs> it said. I said something back. I don't remember what it was. It was probably hello. Next thing I remember, it was early morning. I was walking along a road uphill from my house. What went through my head as I walked down towards my house was, what the hell am I doing here? Hmm. I had no memory of the night before. So that's his raccoon thing, which is very interesting because Whitley Strieber talked about how before he started seeing aliens, he would have these visions of owls, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? That is kind of connected to it. But then he has another story that's before this okay. that is fascinating that I just love it, right? All right. So he talked about how in 1974, he would he called himself a light fan of nitrous oxide. Wait, okay, hold on. Take that back. A, a light fan of nitrous oxide. Yes, he said that is he, he Is he a monster truck? He just would say, hey, according to him, he was light, right? He was into uh, you light, can't light. be. You cannot be a light fan of nitrous. He if I find out it. that you do nitrous... You do nitrous. I can't, I won't be like, yeah, he doesn't do as much as this other guy because I don't know anyone that does it. So if I find out you do it at all, it's much like pedophilia, isn't it? Where I say, oh, <laughs> then you are indeed that. So I don't think you can be a light fan. Yeah, yeah, you can't just like kiss all over a child's feet. And you're like, that's all I do. I just suck just and light, kiss Just light, light fan. Um, no, he, uh, well, his thing was, I, I think that if you happen to have nitrous oxide, when someone has a tank at some fucking rave party, right? You dabble in nitrous oxide. He had tanks of it at his house, right? <laughs> so he had a cylinder of it at home. He said he liked to inhale it once in a while. I would breathe in a few breaths, and my mind would sail off briefly into something primeval and human-less. Oh, God. So, yeah, he's talking about you go, you pass out. stoned as shit, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he said that he was under a histamine. He was under the influence of a powerful antihistamine, Right. So he said he he put it on he put the mask on his face. So he's saying the antihistamine would be. We'll get this into was the it. problem. Okay. This yeah. was the problem was the antihistamine. This was the nitrous, but he said he put the tank on and he put the mask on his face and he blacked out. Right. Um, he's like I woke up and the tube was on the floor in front of me and I had now I had no idea how long I had been out. Is you fucking Dennis Hopper from Blue Velvet? Fuck me, baby. What's the fuck? <laughs> oh God. The gas was still running. Now, the thing about the nitrous oxide gas, which is true, is I guess it comes out incredibly cold. Okay. He said it was, uh, the gas was still running. It was cold enough to be condensing water out of the air and the tube was frozen. The next thing I noticed was that my mouth felt funny. My tongue and lips were numb. I had been anesthe- I had been anesthesiized or whatever the term is for a long time. And the tube was frozen solid. I shakily made my way to the bathroom where there was a mirror. My upper and lip, my upper and lower lips on the right side were bright white stripes from the frozen tube. And the tip of my tongue was white like snow. So I'd been frostbitten. That's how much gas had been pumping in Yeah, me. it sounds like and he so, did a bunch of nitrous and passed out with it in his mouth. But he had no fucking clue, right? His whole thing no. Oh, he, shit, he did know, a bunch of nitrous. But he says he doesn't know who removed this tube from his mouth, I right? I think he it think, fell out as he was in the middle of a blackout. Well, he says it's mysterious, right? According to the, him, it's uh, what mysterious. What is mysterious? So, years afterward, this nitrous oxide mix-up, right? So he said that he hooked up with a woman named Catherine O'Keefe. He said him and his wife, so Cynthia, Cynthia they, have an, uh, they have an understanding. Right? Sure. And so they were having, he had, they fucked, right? Okay. And then that night, you know, 
apparently, this woman, after they had hooked up, this woman turned to him and asked him, have you ever figured out who pulled the tube out of your mouth when you almost died from nitrous oxide inhalant in Kansas? He said, my jaw dropped. No one except Cynthia and Mark knew that I about that tube incident. I hadn't talked about it. So yeah, I, I, not, I never told anybody about it. Not in a blackout or anything no. like that. You didn't get hammered, maybe on nitrous and scream about it. No. Or this woman. Yeah. You just told her. But yeah. she's the woman said, no, I was there. I pulled it out of your mouth. I waited until I was sure you were okay. And then I left because she apparently could travel on the astral plane. Her mother had taught her how to do this when she was a child. It required that she imagine a machine surrounding her. The machine would respond to her intentions. This is the exact woman. And this goes out to every wife out there. This is the exact woman men cheat with. Where it's just <laughs> like, course. yeah, my honey. Who else my, my have wife sex with a married man yeah. besides a total psychopath? My <laughs> wife doesn't even go on the astral plane. She doesn't even talk about it the way that oh, you talk about it. it. Like then, you but then God forbid tax season comes around and you're trying to figure out how to pay bills as a family. <laughs> That's <laughs> when you find out. all of a sudden she's oh, traveling wow. all over the place. Yeah. But, you know, it is true. It is pretty interesting. Uh, those are just your stories from his life. I thought that they were really funny um, just in terms of like, you can be brilliant on one side. You can sure. always, you can have like the brilliance and you can do Absolutely. amazing things. And then, you know, it just turns out sometimes the people that provide us things that we love can be completely insane. All right. Well, speaking of things that we love, let's do Hero of the Week. All right. This week's Hero of the Week is, um, it's a, it's a project. Hmm. This was a thing called Project Clean Cow. And it's the hero of the week because what it is, it's a 10-year collaboration. Yeah. And what they have done is if you feed your cows this grain, it will eliminate 55% of its total farts, which is good for the environment. That is very these, good for the these cows are tooting up the ozone. Yes, it's true. So in a response to global warming concerns across the world, the world's largest beef exporter has approved the sale of a feed additive that cuts methane emissions from beef and dairy cattle. Regulators in Brazil and Chile have granted full market authorization. That's huge. If we could cut down on these cow farts, that's a part of what's going on. I mean, also, maybe we should eat less meat, but that's me saying that. Mm. I, I love sweet, sweet meat. Exactly. Royal DSM's bovar uh, to be given. This is That's the name of the, uh, the little supplement there. It's going to be given to cows as well as sheep and goats, and it's going to... I guess, digest, it's going to help them digest their food in a way where they fart less. And I feel a little bit bad for the cows because nothing's more fun than a good fart. But I think this will help the environment. And according to- Will this the gas go anywhere? What I happens think, to the gas? I think it's an additive that like absorbs, you know when you take like a gas X? Yes. Although gas X makes you, makes you fart. It makes you fart. Yeah, it's something else. Anyway, come at the top. Well, the additive comes with adverse effects on performance, according. Uh, there are some issues. What, like when they drive race cars? <laughs> it's like, what are know. they doing? What do you mean performance? Well, the milk they, output? Well, a beef with the, the bovar, that's the name of the substance, at Sao Paulo State University in Brazil, conducted in 2016, 2017, showed that it uh, had a reduction by 55% of methane emissions. And it highlights the potential for radically sustainable cattle farming in Latin America and hopefully here as well. Um, the only side effects are um, that it has, um, I guess, sometimes maybe it doesn't want to be milked as much. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, I, I bet you there are times that you're like, milk me less. I imagine yeah. at some point your nipples get really sore right? oh. from all the pregnant women we now know or used to know now that they're not pregnant anymore. Apparently yeah. there's a lot of shit that's going to come oh out those nipples. God. And again, leave the breast milk to the baby. All right. I mean, we'll see if you can get out of cold McNeely's cold dead ants. Oh God, he's so gross. All right, everyone. So anyway, that's Hero of the Week is this little program here 
And it's a 10-year program, Project Clean Cow. If we can find a way to get these cows farting less, that'll be good for everybody. It will be. All right. Then, then you can keep your beef, because that's the problem. I want to keep my beef. I know you do, so we just got to keep those toots inside. All right, now it's time for some listener emails. We got some people who said that they have seen ball lightning. Oh, sweet. And it's fun. Okay. It's really just that. It's like the ball comes out of the, 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 the ground. Once the ball came up out of the ground, it was a ball of lightning. But it is rare. It's harder to capture. That's I mean, I like the way that you described it the other day with the small rip in um, in uh, in parallel Ooh, dimensions, perhaps. Yeah, they don't you know, know what the like fuck a, Like a, almost like a tear in a classic film. I find it so fast. I love that kind of fucking shit. It's cool. Um, here we go. My daughter and I lived in a tiny Cape Cod style house in Providence oh. from her birth until age three when we moved in with my home, my folks in Maine. As soon as she could talk, she would say hi to someone standing behind me who wasn't there. <laughs> I hate that shit. Kids are scary, man. This would happen several times a day. I shrugged it off as typical baby babbling or one of my cats. As she got older and more articulate, she would say, there goes the living room, man. Oh my God, that's scary. I hate, I hate it. And point behind me. At first, this scared the living shit out of me, but I try not to show it because, it, because it's, I didn't want to scare her. It was a casual, matter-of-fact thing for her, like, it's a sunny day, there goes the living room, man. She wasn't a good sleeper, and we'd often be awake reading books at 2 or 3 a.m. This is when she most often saw the living room, man. There he goes, downstairs, maybe he wants some milk. I got less and less scared of the living room, man, and assumed he was an imaginary friend. Coincidentally, I don't think my daughter ever mentioned seeing him in our actual living room. She would not give a physical description of him, no matter how hard I pressed. Last summer, we moved to Maine, and I didn't give any more thought to the living room, man. We were busy starting our new lives. But it recently occurred to me that since we moved here, my daughter was not mentioning him once. When I realized that, it sent the most cliché chill down my spine, as you can imagine, because she went from saying hi to him every day to never mentioning him at all. Weird. He was there on moving day, helping us pack. Oh, very nice. And then poof, gone forever. I asked her about the living room man, and she said, Mama, he lives in our old house. I've become a skeptic in my middle age, but I think my daughter really did see a ghost in our old house. Cool. I could see her eyes tracking something, and she was so nonchalant about it. Whatever it was seemed to have been benign, at least. I talked to my old landlord, and as far as he knows, no one's ever died in the house, which was bought from the original owner. Hmm. Okay, very interesting. The living room man. The new M. Light Shyamalan film. Here we go. In the summer of 2019, my wife moved from her home in Wyoming to, little, to Lincoln, Nebraska. I was to follow a year later after wrapping some things up out west. Little did we know that the pandemic was coming. Mm. And in the between time, we would take turns making the 500-mile drive to see each other. It was on my way back from one of these visits that this strange, unsettling encounter took place. I'd stopped along the way to fish in one of the reservoirs, as okay, I often do. Okay, all right. The sun was setting, and the time had come to get back on the road. As my car came up to this little depression the reservoir was situated in, a massive thunderhead came into view, directly over I-80 in the direction I needed to go. With no other option, I plowed headlong into what would turn into a hellish storm. It was biblical, torrential rain, lightning that was way too close, and powerful winds from all sides. My knuckles were white and my butthole was completely clenched. (laughs) When about 45 minutes past Paxton, um, Past in Nebraska, home of old big, old Holy's big, big game has- bar. That's where I stopped when I drove across That's country. Holy's big game bar in Past in Nebraska. It's a town of three bars. It's a former coal mine in town. Oh the, wow! But the business shut shut down. Oh, you learned a lot there. I did. Um, the tempest started to lighten up. 
Uh, but as I t drove up the rolling empty hills, the rain turned to a gentle patter, and the moon started shining in the clouds. At first, seeing the moon calm me down. It was a sign that the storm was truly was lifting. But then my brain kind of wigged out. Anglers pay attention to moon phases. I should, it should have been new that night, right? But instead of a pitch black sky, there was a big ass light up there. I looked again and really freaked out. The moon had clouds behind it. And when I saw that the damn near, when I saw that, I damn near draw, drove off the road. Hmm? I just sat there for a minute or two as I watched a massive glowing sphere hovering in place. Then, like someone flipped off a switch, it disappeared. <gasps> like the Gone. Truman Show. Yes. It didn't fade into the clouds. There was simply just nothing there. I mean, that's the kind of shit that, like, fucks up. Like, that's it. It's the blips. It's yeah. The, uh, yes. But really fucked up was that when the damn thing came back, it just blipped, turned back on. Same size, same moon level brightness. I gawked at this thing for maybe 30 seconds. Then I watched it proceed to rotate in place, revealing about a quarter of it was missing. Um, after it stopped this rotation again, disappeared into the night. Weird. All right. And that's it for now. Oh. We got some more stories next week. I also wanted to bring up. Yes. So I actually made a little bit of a hint of next week's episode. Um, but we have had we're switching stories. Okay. Because we actually in the middle of working on this current series, we realized. Oh, it actually is a much bigger story than we we had thought it was going Absolutely. to be. Absolutely. So we, we added episodes due to diligence. It. Yes, we did our due diligence. So this week we're going to be doing a little bit of a fun, lighter episode before we start taking the turn into Halloween season, which is on us. Can't wait it's for the our, our favorite season of the year, October, Halloween October. season. We will see everybody in Salt Lake City, Sacramento, and OKC. Get those tickets, y'all. We will be there this weekend. Yes. We can't wait to see you. Fuck. It's going to be crazy fun. And keep on supporting all the shows. Yeah, and live podcast. your life yep. out there every single day, not sucking on a kid's toes. Even go. if they ask you. Don't all right, do because it. it's not good. All right, nope. if a kid asks you to fucking suck their toes, laugh at them. Mean like a sure thing, narc. Unless I know what you're fucking trying to do. Maybe if you're a slug and you're trying to help a child who might have an injured toe, perhaps that would work. That's weird. But if you're a slug, if you're a slug, then how are you listening to this? How could you fucking even comprehend this? Great point. All right, and then uh, love the fact that you just died. You just dodge being ca caught. But the ultimate 12-year-old undercover cop. I love young Chris Hansen. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me. Be safe uh, out there. Look to the skies. Tell us if you find an Look to the skies. Alien. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. This is Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the promo, and in 30 seconds, I'm going to tell you why you should check out the show. I, the host, Scott Augerman, have a lighthearted conversation with famous celebrities like John Hamm, Allison Williams, Phoebe Bridgers, Bob Odenkirk, just to name a few. Things go a little off the rails when different eccentric characters drop by to be interviewed as well. Each week is a blend of conversations and character work from your favorite comedians as well as some new hilarious voices. Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast listen every monday wherever you get your podcasts emmy award-winning john mulaney presents everybody's in la a special run of six live episodes created by and starring mulaney that'll stream live on netflix during the netflix is a joke fest the comically unconventional show will feature special guests where john mulaney explores the city of los angeles during a week when every funny person is in it 
Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.